physicists say that forward time travel is possible by basically going near the speed of light and turning around. But they say backwards time travel, impossible, can't be done. But I, I figured out a way to do backwards time travel. Really? Sort of. <laughs> sort of. So the caveat, I figured out how to do it in a video game, in a massive multiplayer video game. Which is basically all of the characters in the game are all real people who are on the internet interacting with each other. There's not artificial intelligence. You look confused, Steve. Have yeah. you ever played a video game? Yes, I played. Yeah, they had them. Okay, <laughs> I was younger. Um, <laughs> so I figured out how to how to have backwards time travel in, in a video game, and so how that would work. Everything that happens in the game is recorded on the game servers. And the game develops a personality profile of each player based on uh, two things, based on surveys and questions before when you're installing the game and then on what you do, actions you do within the game. And then if you're in the game in the current time, like you haven't traveled backwards in time yet, it's just a normal video game. You're interacting with the other players who are controlled by real people in real time. But... If you travel back in time in the game, at first you're viewing the recorded history of the game, like somebody videotaped it and you're just watching it, but you can move around. And then once you start interacting with people and making changes, you're no longer watching a static video of the past. It switches to interacting with characters based on the real people's profiles. So... You're not interacting with other real people. You're interacting with the game's prediction of what it thought they would do if you traveled back in time. So let's say I'm going to use the example of a Wild West video game and you're in a saloon and there's a bar fight. Uh huh. So you travel back in time in the video game. Right. So you join in the melee and you, you punch a guy. So as soon as you do something significant like punch a guy... Now the game's running predictive algorithms to predict what would have happened had you done that, had you been there in the first place. And so that's a what's called a new timeline. And then what happens to what the real status was before you went back and changed things? Is that just a, eviscerated, like that never happened? Or, um, or is that stored on another timeline and there's two realities? So that- there's one timeline. Everybody who plays the game has the same timeline. So you've changed the timeline. And then there's what's called a butterfly effect. So right. what you you change causes other changes and whatever. But the video game would try to minimize that because it's got to redo everything. Right. Well, at least some things. And it wants to minimize the amount that has to be redone. So the game, every night, the servers for the game will be offline for a few hours as it recalculates the new timeline. Each time a player sits down to start playing the game... As the game is loading before they can play, for a few minutes, it shows you the changes to the timeline. And I saw scientific documentaries about how memory works in a a human brain. So the way human memory works is that when you recall a memory, your mind changes it a little bit and then stores it back. And that's why, like, eyewitness testimony, you're a lawyer, you're a patent lawyer, I think, but... Whatever you, you know about law, Not a lot of you know about how eyewitness <laughs> testimony is sort of poor, and that yes, I do know that people accidentally change their uh, 
You know that from being a defendant? No, no. I know no. that I, uh, in high school, we uh, had a debate topic on criminal justice procedures and we read Elizabeth Loftus's studies. She's the preeminent eyewitness testimony expert in the country and has all the studies about how wildly inaccurate it is, like 50%. It's like horrible. It's wow. that bad. You went yeah. to a better high school than I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your your brain does that anyway. Yes. So this is just guiding that along so that when it gets stored back into your brain – it's on this change timeline that everybody shares. Right. So I give the example of the, uh, the bar fight in the Wild West Saloon. So if you go back, well, if somebody else goes back and punches you in the face, next time you play the game, the game as it's loading will show you that scene with you in it, with this new, with this change in it that this other player went back and did later. Which was to punch you in the face. I just want a chance to go back and hit him. Is that is that going to be part of the game? I think. That's, yeah. So then okay, you, that's what's really you important. You can if you want. <laughs> then use it to punch people. I want so, vengeance, but, Tom. Yeah. That's uh, just make sure they put a, a vengeance subroutine in this thing. That's all I care about. <laughs> so the game might have to show you the change timeline several times over several days for the, the modified memory to sink in, but eventually it'll sink in. And. Uh, there was a thing that happened in in the real world called the Satanic Panic of the 1980s. Yep, and that this shows how memories can be manipulated. This is a fun example. So, Satanic ritual abuse. Yeah. What yeah. was what was the Satanic Panic? You might remember this from the news. The, 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 a lot of people reported being abused by Satanic cults when they were mm. little, and it was claimed that the therapist kind of put that in their heads, I guess. But there were a lot of people who came out saying that there was satanic, It was it's like SRA, there's even an acronym, Satanic Ritual Abuse. And uh, people reported, you know, that they'd, from a really early age, been abused by these cults and stuff. But there's these weird, like, themes in the news. Sometimes it's shark attacks. In the early 80s, it was satanic cults right. for a while. Right. And there was this particularly famous case where, a kid got murdered by some pedophile or something in California and some crazy psychologist was interviewing all the kids in the neighborhood and twisted their memories to think that all of their parents were, were in, in this cult, cult yeah. and they ended up sending half the neighborhood's parents, both men and women, to prison. Huh. And some of them are still in prison, I believe. I think I saw like an A&E documentary on this. Yeah. But, no, it's been largely discredited, I guess, but it was considered a real big deal at the time. Um but when you see that, this normal person would think, oh, that's horrible. These innocent people are in jail. I think, how can I exploit this for my own person? <laughs> <laughs> and so my idea is to use that memory ma- manipulation that they accidentally used to con- wrongfully convict these people, but to use it to make a fun time travel video game. Well, that's making lemonade out of lemons. That's a, yeah, that's, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, and then the other thing. So, for bigger changes to the to, to your particular actions on a timeline, if it's a huge change, it might be hard to get people to believe it and to get it to sink in. So then the game would hypnotize you. It would try to hypnotize you to help help the change timeline for some bigger change sink in. If just replaying it isn't enough, it could use hypnosis. And that there's a new thing. It's becoming popular among Uber nerds called transcranial direct current stimulation. Basically, you put an electrical probe connected to a battery. You tape it to the top, to the skin on on your head, and it applies current to your brain. And it manipulates how your brain works. So it can, depending on where you electrify your brain, it can have a different effect. And this is a real thing. It's not pseudoscience. It's been known since the 50s. 
So you can control someone's brain based on what you set it at then. Well, or you can at least alter it's not it direct way. control. It's uh, a, right now uh, they can't they can't small. directly implant memories, but it can like enhance your anger. Um, oh, yeah, I need that. Uh, or <laughs> yeah. it can. It's really been it can, enhance, it can it can Calm cut off your anxiety. <laughs> it can uh, well, make you yeah. laugh uncontrollably. That that my audience that. could That's, use that. Yeah. My audience definitely could use that. Cheat, yes. <laughs> Let's, everybody gets a free pair of electrodes at Laugh Tracks from yeah. now on. Like, <laughs> Best comedy club in the country. I'll be up there with a batter, a car battery <laughs> and a couple uh, of jumper cables. <laughs> so in, in real life, they use that for during brain surgery. They'll, they'll poke parts of your brain with like an electrified needle. They're looking for a place in your brain that causes you to have a seizure or something. Right. And so that, they'll poke your brain. They, they pull off your uh, skull. Do they just do like process of elimination or is it like... They sort of know where to go. <laughs> okay, good. In the general just... area. Like this is... Oh, the... he pissed himself. That's wrong. Yeah. Let's try this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nurse. <laughs> but like they'll, they'll, they'll poke the uh, point of the brain and it cause them to erupt into laughter like uncontrollably. Right, right. So this That's isn't invasive. You're not cutting so... the, the skull off. You're just oh. a p- putting a probe on, on the top of your head. I would just keep giving them erections. Like, <laughs> just they can't be entertaining. Up, down, up, down, up, down. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be the angriest erection of all time. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm so horny, but so mad at you. <laughs> so that you wouldn't even have to be unconscious, it sounds like. It sounds like you could do this to a conscious person, right? With their skull opened just, up. <laughs> that part I missed. No, no, yeah. no. You don't need to. You can get the same effect without opening up the skull. Oh, trans, through transcranial stimulation. Yeah. And one of the things it can do, it can make you smarter. Um, and I, I'm thinking that it can probably mimic the effects. I didn't read an article about this specific effect, but I think hypnosis is where you're relaxing a critical thinking part of your brain voluntarily. Right. And I think you could have that same effect through this direct current stimulation. So when you're watching this modified timeline on your computer screen, it'll sink in better. And you could make someone think they're a chicken. That would be good. Yeah, because the hypnosis, and that if you have a touch right. there, yeah, I right. suppose or you, you could, could come, travel through time. Right, you could travel through time as a chicken. You could travel yes. through time as a chicken. And the Three Stooges made people think they were in Sing Sing. I don't know if you have ever seen that one, but you're now in Sing Sing. They used to swing the watch and make you think you were in Sing Prison. So I know you guys don't know that, but that's old. Ah, so anyway, <laughs> okay. So hypnosis has many uses. What can I say? Oh, that the old school with the watch. Like yep. You're getting very yep. sleepy. Yep. And oh, yeah. have like, yep. The gold another, watch. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. And I have another guest. He wants me to call him in the middle of the damn podcast. Just riff. Wow. Okay. okay so uh, I'm not sure how you can precisely place the electrodes on someone's head to stimulate the right place as opposed to going through the cranium. Uh, to uh, to touch it, that seems like it would be dicey to me. You kind of know about the area, and then you just kind of, you know, you it's it's like after you've been cooking for a while, you just kind of have it. You I just guess. kind of have the right amount. But isn't, isn't the skull insulating, so the current's got to get through the skull to the to the brain? Like, yeah, I mean, you could think about the science all day. I mean, 
<laughs> if you want it to work. That's, but yeah, why do I mean, that? Yeah, you know what I mean? Why, Let's just put some electrodes on his head and see what happens. Right. I mean, as long as his insurance covers it, who gives a shit? Right. <laughs> we have very good insurance. Very good insurance. That's what's important. Check the Blue Cross card and then just go to town. I think Yeah, we do check their insurance. We're not monsters. We check their insurance policy tooth and nail to make sure they're covered. We look for any weird clauses, anything that might bar coverage so that we can fulfill Tom's video game ambitions. Yes. This is for Tom. This is not for the people. This is for Tom. Tom has Tom has written this game out like a Unabomber manifesto on a piece of paper over here. It's very detailed. He's not going to be happy when he hears that characterization, but that's fairly accurate. And It's just with the detail of the Unabomber. Yeah, yeah. It's that level of detail. Not his other policies. Right, right. He's not talking about blowing up the government or anything, but he writes like that. That's all we're saying. Yeah, just could have went with any number of examples, (laughs) but that one would fit as well. (laughs) Oh, and look at this. Joey Dedarian has walked in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, Joey Dedarian is here. So I'm uh, I'm about two-thirds through my idea, uh, which is backwards time travel and video games. (laughs) So basically, when you play the video game each day, uh, you use various means to manipulate people's memories so they remember the changes that other people made when they traveled back in time. Okay. Um, so the key insight of my idea about backwards time travel, and I don't know if any sci- sci-fi movie or any sci-fi book has thought of this. I wouldn't doubt it if they have, but I think it's, I think it's interesting. I think it's novel. So you're not actually traveling back in time, but you're manipulating everybody else's memories, including yours, to make it seem like you traveled in time. So philosophically, what's the difference? Are there ethical concerns with this? If you, if you just force someone to travel back in time and well, then they don't know that that they really didn't. Yes, there are um, ethical <laughs> concerns. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, yeah. that was a fairly broad it's question. Pretty. So you're choosing to play the video game, though. Okay, so, so it is you're waving least, all rights. I mean, how much are you really choosing? It sounds like a really cool game. It doesn't seem much of a choice to me. Right, yeah, could you be persuaded so much that that it doesn't feel like a choice? Like the deterministic view that the game is awesome and if I don't play it, people are going to judge me. Well, I don't want to be judged. Now i got to play the game and I'm not even using free will anymore. Yeah, that can happen. <laughs> but, very, very honest about Yeah, there's, there's it's, it's worth. I say on. it's worth the risk <laughs> for backwards time travel. <laughs> okay, for the fun so. of backwards time travel... You risk other people fucking with your memories. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, people mess with my memories every day I'm alive, so it sounds like... They call this gaslighting. That's the old phrase for this, by the way, <laughs> where you make people think shit happened that didn't happen. That's, uh, oh, really? Yeah, you can look it up on Google when you're done. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like gaslighting. Gaslighting. It's not what uh, I would think it means. No, you think yeah. gaslighting farts, I know. Yeah, but, that's uh, what I yeah. immediately jumped to. Is it both? Is it both it, yeah. <laughs> at the same time? So, you I gaslight, just, gaslight. They didn't have lighters that were suitable for that when they invented the term. Like, you would definitely blow the house up. Right. <laughs> so with advances in technology, now we can do that. Now you can light farts, and the word has a double meaning. That's beautiful. <laughs> so as fun as lighting farts is, I want to get back to the topic. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Arguably much more important. Yeah. A, a, a few points. Uh, so this modifying everybody's timeline, it works in a video game because your actions don't have physical side effects. In real life, if your whole real life was being recorded, you could have this same technique to travel back in time in the computer 
but instead of having it be a totally virtual world, it's it's a taped version of the real world. But if you went back and say burned your neighbor's house down in this computer simulation of the real world, you leave the computer, you look out your window, the neighbor's house is still there. Right. Unfortunately. Right. But <laughs> in the pure video game world, the Wild West Saloon, fake Wild West Saloon, you can do that. You can burn somebody's house down and so, it'll render – all it has to do is re-render things. Right, and right. The, the only side effect in the real world that, that matters is the other player's memories mm-hmm. and it uses these mind manipulation techniques. Yeah. Um, How long yeah. have you hated your neighbors? Too? That's <laughs> Actually, I hated my childhood neighbors. But <laughs> that's where it's really That's what we're getting at here. I don't, this I don't is about revenge. Yeah, because my... I was thinking about arson and how cool it sounds, but then you're like, it doesn't actually burn the house down. I'm like, well, that's no fun. Yeah, that's the wrong kind of arson. Right. So, <laughs> so back to recording the real life. So if, if, if there's cameras everywhere and everything's being recorded and the computer makes a profile of, of you in your real life, of everyone in their real life, you can travel back in time. And like you had a crush on a girl in college that you wanted but never got. You could go back. Get laid in the video game world. But it wouldn't. It's not technically time travel in that when you come back to the real world, it's not going to have any effects. So you didn't really get laid. Right. Right. It's like you're still <laughs> so, but, with all these memories of climax. But that's going to fuck with your real life memory because you're going to start to forget what was real and what wasn't. Oh. This technology would allow you to relive the past in a way assuming everything was recorded and like cameras everywhere like big brother everywhere but i would advise against that it sounds terrifying i would advise just doing it in these virtual worlds yeah that's really bringing the ptsd to the fore isn't it? so it's like, let's let's go let's go through sixth grade again right there was something imagine if you do it remember the time you barely got out of that white van alive we're gonna do that again <laughs> this sounds kind of like an episode of black mirror that's Where what they, people yeah. tend to say on most of my ideas. Yeah, but it's... Do you yeah, watch I mean, a lot of Black Mirror? So I've seen about is, half of them. Yours yeah. is like much more practical, though. Like I could see like ways that this would actually... I mean, I think he's got code. code. In theory, yeah, that's what, is it coded and ready to yeah, rock? Yeah, you have code somewhere? Because I, I feel those. like you might. I feel like you might. I'm hoping some genius will take this up. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an expression where if you're being oppressed or something bad happens to you, you can, you can say to your oppressor, you can't take my memories... At least I have I'll always have my memories. In this case, nope. You don't always have your memories. Because uh so this game leaves you with nothing. Is yeah. that what I understand? But what a crappy defense. You can't take my memories. Well you can die. Yeah. Well yeah. I didn't Well yeah. But who cares? <laughs> Basically. That's another philosophy yeah, question. It is. Who who cares if your memories are manipulated? Free will doesn't really exist you, anyway. You found a way around every complaint that you could, like, oh, well, what is existence? It's just removing anyway. objections. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Free will so, doesn't exist. Devolving gonna, to pure nihilism right. is what we're doing here. You have a hard time getting so, that claim published. Does it really matter if you remember what you actually did or you remember what a smart computer predicted you would have done when somebody mm-hmm. else traveled back in time yeah. and changed the timeline? It's an ethical quandary. This okay. sounds like the brain in a vat question. I did an episode on a brain in a vat. Oh, I love that question. That's episode three. You can go oh, back okay. and listen to it. Episode three. Um, I'll come back with notes and I'll have a bunch of points, uh, holes to poke in it maybe. So yeah, Brandon pointed out the potential for evil because of course that's where his mind goes. <laughs> because there's... It doesn't take you long to I'm get not, there. I'm not saying... I, I'm saying somebody who's like less innocent as me would come up with, you know, 
I, I could see that in yeah, someone else. Not everybody mind. is a pug loving, fun guy like Brandon. <laughs> no, exactly. I had to bring up the pugs. <laughs> 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 so going to go back and murder all of your pugs. Oh, oh, that's so brutal. Jesus That'd Christ. Crime, You're going to get right? letters for that. ASPCA, <laughs> 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 you're going to get five letters. Got to change your first listeners, then complain. There are pug associations, too. Yeah, and they're violent, so you should be careful. Now you're going to have to look over your shoulder. They scan podcasts day and night. Pug rhymes with thug, Tom. That's what he said. <laughs> I won't go back and murder your pugs. I'll go back and take away your best memories of your pugs. <laughs> oh, so wow. much more fucked God, so that is malevolent. Yeah, You're right. talking about him it being evil. So, so then you dark. start to hate your pugs, and then you murder your pugs. <laughs> that <laughs> is so my seriously dark shit. So my hands are clean. I take back every every bad thing I said about your idea. I think it's very <laughs> ethical. I think it is fine. I think my pugs are fine. I think we're all okay. Well, I don't have any pugs on the line. Wow. So you, yeah, you were free to speak. Okay. <laughs> so, so back, uh, backing out of the evil a little bit. So, some people <laughs> just, just a touch, <laughs> just a smidge. So, your why are your memories of real things so important? Some people have a shitty genetic roll of the dice where they only remember the shitty things that happened to them, and they just go over them over and over in their mind. If a game can change that, at least by what happens in the game. And forces you to re-remember better things. It could make you happier. Uh, okay. Listen, I'm at the point in life where things happen like your parents are like, oh, what are you going to do to take care of me when I'm older? It's really <laughs> important that I remember shit just the way it happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know absolutely. what I mean? That day in 1975 where I didn't get some toy I wanted, I really want to remember that when I'm picking out nursing homes. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. like, They'll flip you over every month. What are you complaining about? You know what I mean? Well, I want to know that. I don't want to forget that. (laughs) Like those commercials, a place for mom. They always try to make it sound like it's the nicest place. I survived till payback time. I'm not about to fuck that up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, or you can plug your mom into the game. Revenge is a dish in the game. Well, fine. If they have a suitably bad nursing home in the game, I'll leave her there. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I mean, I didn't didn't hear it sound like you designed that in. I'll, okay. So far, I just have to drop her off in a bar fight. Yeah, right. That'd be quicker too. Get so I, stabbed and run to the hospital really quick. Sorry, mom. They don't have anesthetic. It's 1870. <laughs> <laughs> Pour some shitty whiskey on it. Right. So back back to the backwards time travel video game. So a couple of technical complications. <laughs> a so, couple, really, just a couple. Okay. Well, yeah. in the computer, not in your brain. Okay, I'm not yeah. worried about those complications. Not worried about the brain, but yeah. right. Okay, so the, the computer, the computer has to regenerate the timeline every time anybody goes back and changes it. So that's a lot of processing, processing power. Yeah. So let's say there's a time zero in this Wild West video game. Nobody can go back farther than that. When the game is released, they set time zero, and so the longer the game is out on the market, the longer the timeline will be so the more processing power is required right mm. but computer processing power with faster computer chips is also increasing yes mm. so you only need to slow down the complexity of the creating the longer timeline enough that it doesn't outpace Moore's law. Right? Moore's law. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Very good. Yeah. Holy shit. I didn't expect that. Okay. I heard so. a podcast. <laughs> Moore's law. Very good. I get my info from podcasts. Yeah. Typically. <laughs> so the other thing is the game when you go when you go back in the in the into the past and you start changing things, the game has to decide what's significant and what isn't. Like if you walk past a person and then in the street, back in backward in time. It doesn't have to go back and 
re-show that to that person. Unless they thought it was significant. Well, it's the so the yeah the computer the game is making guesses on what's significant, mm. and then and so there's also a limit if you've been playing the game for several years. Every time you start the game, you don't want to watch three hours of everything that hundreds of people have changed. So you only want like five ten minutes of changes per day to be shown to you. But just like human memory, the longer time goes by, the more you forget. So the computer game would have to rely on. The longer things have gone by, the more the least significant things people would forget, so it doesn't need to show them again. So hopefully, there's a there's a just like the Moore's law problem. Hopefully, there's a homeostasis where you're forgetting things fast enough, where your changes of the timeline don't outpace the the f- speed that you're forgetting things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if you had photographic memory, it just wouldn't work for you. Sorry. They have all the, all the, they have all the benefit dog. in the world in real life. They get screwed over in this video game. As a bandwidth, because it would take up too much for somebody with photographic memory, because they would, cause the, they would think of things more. Just the time of showing them the video of the changes. Oh, yeah. And again, the, the direct current stimulation might, might be damaging your brain a little bit, and that would help with the forgetting things. So there's that to look forward to. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and my last point, there's, there's a thing that scientists have thought of recently called simulation theory, which is basically how do we know we're not in the Matrix from the Matrix movie. I don't think that's recent. I think that's incredibly old. Whatever. Okay. I'm <laughs> Whatever, sure. hippies. That's, that's been around that's for a, a line long from your time, end. right? <laughs> it's been popular in like the yeah Elon Musk blogs and stuff. Elon Musk talked oh, okay. about it recently. It's it's a fairly new, po- at least popular culture rebrandishing of an idea. Yeah. Um, so basically, if we are in a simulation, and our real bodies are like the Matrix, connected to computers in some real world somewhere, maybe. We're also connected to my system with manipulated memories. So maybe in the world we perceive, backward time travel is possible. We just don't know it. Makes sense. Does it? No. <laughs> Does it? Nope. But I was playing. I was playing customer golf on there that one. There you go. There so, you go. Uh, I don't no, explain <laughs> that nearly as well as I hope. I was hoping to blow your minds and just see like eyeballs. I grow think you big. just befuddled mine. Right. I don't know if you blew it, but so <laughs> basically, when it popped a rod, I don't know if I blew it. If we're in a simulation, we might be in a simulation with this weird right. backward time travel. I thought of right, right. And then, so I had mentioned in the beginning before Joey got here that. I thought this game would have to go offline for a few hours every night to recalculate the timeline. Yeah. But in the future, if processor speeds become near infinite, the amount of time it takes to regenerate this timeline approaches zero. Mm-hmm. So if it could regenerate the timeline instantaneously. instantaneously, then that is basically pure time travel. If it's not quite zero, it would be like back to the future where he had a sister in the photograph who was disappearing. Right. Because going back and recalculating the timeline wasn't instantaneous. And then the last point is if if we are in the matrix, our memories might be stored not in our brains. They might be stored on computers. And in that case, if it's regenerating this timeline because somebody went back and changed it, basically the computer could just block that memory for a few seconds. So like you're trying to remember what happened in this bar fight the matrix system would make you 
oh, I don't remember, I don't remember. And while while you're trying to remember, it's redoing the timeline. Mm. So it only has to actually redo the your part of the timeline for the things right before you remember them. So if it hasn't gotten that far yet in its redoing of every all the timeline changes, it can just make you forget it for a few seconds until it's done oh, okay. re- recalculating everything. Okay. Kind of like so, alcohol. Right. So yeah. Effects of alcohol uh, and drinking. You kind of piece I, the night together. I, I like to think we are in a, in a simulation with backwards time travel. And that was my that's idea. Comforting. Is, that, is that comforting? That's a comforting <laughs> thought to you? That scares the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm not sure uh, I'm comforted by that. I, uh, I, uh, no, I'm not whatsoever. Yeah, I was terrified. Everybody else is afraid of time travel. Well, afraid of being in a simulation more so. Than yeah, yeah, time yeah. The, the idea that I'm being manipulated by a computer is not, or any kind of, of supreme manipulation to where I can't trust any kind of senses or my own thoughts. Like, do you right. ever make a decision like, oh, do I want chicken or beef? Well, it's all a simulation anyway. Yeah. So you know, it's not practical. That's, yeah. That's, that's how we would destroy civilization. Right. Because <laughs> if everybody's like, I have fuck it, it's, it's a simulation. Yeah. Right. And then does then it, nothing you do matters. And it doesn't matter less though. I mean, why, why does real life matter in, why would See, it, why would it matter yeah. less? There's this, it's like an yeah. instinctual gut feeling, but if you really right, rationalize it, it doesn't really matter less. It's like on a well, technical it level, it choice. doesn't. But there's this weird—I don't know what it what it is like in the in, in my brain or whatever this is, where it's like where it's just like just the idea of taking away choice, even if I'm technically doing the exact same things, is less of a is like it makes it makes me like like a reflex kind of cringe. It just and makes you less important. Is, but yeah. yeah, right. I mean, it, you're, you're just, it's yeah. just like yeah, it's a little bit of like like uh, what little significance you think you have. Is gone. <laughs> yeah, like, we don't have much don't, to start with, right? Much, so. Even in my current view of how things work, it's not so, very impressive, right? Absolutely. <laughs> like, like religion. Religions tends to give people meaning, but your only really meaning is you're you're serving God, uh, and you're you're earning brownie points to get into heaven or whatever. Now, I mean, I didn't um, expect to get in such a philosophical conversation. I had a great idea. What's for... the difference between <laughs> serving a god and say, instead of your purpose and being serving a server, serving uh, one god, you're serving your future generations of humanity. You're doing things to benefit future versions of humanity. Instead very of selfless, instead of one person, which is God, you're doing it for everyone in the future. And that still applies if you're in a simulation. I think that's a more comforting way to look at it. I feel like it's a utilitarian approach to. But the how simulation. are you? I mean, the idea Instead that you're serving anybody doesn't to, mean much if it's just get, determined for you. And you're not a second's notice. Like it's man. not determined for you. I mean, you're still whether your core body is outside of the ma- outside of the matrix or inside of the matrix. You're still. I mean, technically, we're chemical reactions, and there's no. Oh, that's an incredible deterministic view that but, everything is a series of events from chemicals and neurons exploding at certain. To me, that's more depressing than the thought of being in a simulation because well, they're the same. They're just different. We're packaging the same idea in a different way, aren't they're they? They're not exactly the same. The, I mean, the end result is that you can't choose. For you yourself. could have a, a religious soul outside of the matrix. I don't believe in souls in the first place. So. But okay, yeah, that was. Well, no shit. You're a comic. Uh, 
So now that I've brought the room down, uh, who wants to go with that? I just idea? feel like I never took enough LSD. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I've taken plenty. I just never gave it a fair shake. Well I just never me. gave it a fair shake. Uh, I think LSD is one of the – there's a lot of drugs that – if you're old and frail, you you can't take like Are you calling cocaine. Steve old yeah, old? really. You're half right. I'm not frail, but uh, but I think LSD. You can be Timothy Leary and took it. He wasn't exactly a spring chicken. Right. They give they give terminally ill people LSD now. You can t- you can take that one to the deathbed. I don't know if I want to go out on it. I don't think I. What would if you have a bad trip? Either. You know, I wouldn't want to go out on it. Either. That's tough. Like, what were his last words? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, somebody else, go ahead. Don't you feel okay. like you didn't do much homework after that? Oh yeah, don't, don't you feel like you're going to get a did not come prepared to class after that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have anything that yeah, spectacular. T- Tom stole my idea. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pure so, theft. Yes, I uh, look. I would. I would just say to the listeners, like if you're if you're annoying, don't it, kill yourself. Yeah, don't kill yourself me. because of Tom or because of not Tom. Yeah, and, and just in general. <laughs> just in general. Just, just, just don't kill just yourself. Maybe don't do it. And I would just say, like, <laughs> this does not segue well into my idea at all. Saying, kill yourself. That was your idea. I'm comedian Steve Hansen. I'm comedian Brandon Milsk. I'm your host, Tom Walma. This is Creativity Wasted. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.